when we're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors. Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. There is a hint of fall in the air, and that campfire feels good this morning. Thank you for joining us here at Kinder Outdoors. Glad you're here. Front door to the camp house brought to you by Fortiflora, America's number one canine probiotic if you own a dog. Fortiflora needs to stay in your fridge because all of our dogs suffer from GI upset from time to time. Learn more about Fortiflora when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. We're going to visit the Dakotas today. Ah, I need to go to the range. <laughs> We're going to do a little pheasant hunting homework today. We're going to see what the bird numbers are like. I'm going to talk to a couple of really close friends, a couple of hardcore bird hunters that know what they're talking about in South Dakota. David Heelan uh, with the Dead Rabbit Lodge. I've hunted with David for, for years he manages the lodge uh, up in South Dakota, uh, but he's a Georgia boy, born and bred. Been a bird dog man all his life, bird hunter all his life, and he has his finger on the pulse of South Dakota pheasants, as does my friend Keith Shop. He owns a place up in North Dakota, and 365 days a year, he's watching the birds. We'll talk to both of those guys today. Have you ever noticed that deer are a lot like people? Or is it that people are a lot like deer? <laughs> Larry Wysoon, Mr. Whitetail, has spoken on that topic a number of times in his life. And we're going to ask him to do that again today. We could learn a thing or two before we hit the deer woods. A lot of guys are hitting the woods with a bow in their hand right now. It's bow season in a lot of states. I want to talk to my friend Kyle Chambers from our bow shop. He's our bow pro. Cinnamon Creek Archery, Roanoke, Texas. Kyle, it's always a pleasure. Welcome back, man. Yes, sir, Billy. Good to see you as well. We've got to talk about safety, okay? There's just too many ways to get hurt with a bow in our hand, and then we start climbing a tree with that bow, and uh, even more things can happen. Let's start with getting ourselves in that tree safely and staying there safely. What do you do? Yeah, first and foremost, let's talk about whether or not your stands have been up all year. I know if you're like me, my stands, some of the ladder stands have been there. They're in spots that I know produce every year. So I want to make sure that those ratchet straps, things like that, are, are, are good. They're not rotten. They're not cut. So that would be the first step before you even climb up. Yep, there you go. Make sure your stand itself is in uh, good shape. And then it's finally time to climb up there and uh, do some scouting or actually maybe do some hunting. Uh, you're going to do more than just climb up there and sit down. That is correct, yeah. Hopefully you're using a safety harness. I believe they're accessible to just about everybody nowadays. You can't even really purchase a tree stand without it coming with a safety harness. So always wear your harnesses. Make sure they're also in good condition. Make sure you're strapped to the tree at all times. That way you don't have that danger of falling. Yeah. And make sure that you've got one on that's not going to cut your air supply off when you're dangling from that tree. You need to be able to breathe. Need to be able to make a phone call. That is correct, yeah. You know, and we spend so much money and all this equipment and all these new fancy bows and guns and things like that. The most important thing you're going to be able to purchase is going to be your safety harness. So go ahead and spend a little extra money. Get something that's comfortable that's going to be safe in case you do fall. Absolutely need to invest in, uh, in a parachute cord, a string, something to get that bow, get your gear up in the tree with. 
Yes, and actually some bow companies like Matthews offer systems to get that safely up there. They have an SCS system that comes with a bow rope, attaches to your bow. Really cool. There's some other uh, companies on the market that offer some safety ropes. Or you could just use regular old rope. Technology these days, uh, we love it and we hate it. But I tell you what, when you're hanging from that arrest system from a tree eight feet up in the air and you can't get loose, you can't get down, technology becomes our friend. You need to know where you are. And you need to be able to, to get a signal out one way or another and talk to some. For sure. Before you leave the house, you need to let your wife, your parents, somebody know, whoever's there with you, that where you're going to be at all times, maybe drop them a pin. I know my, I'm fortunate that my wife also hunts. We hunt together for the majority of the time. But when I show her where I'm at, she has the Onyx app. Everybody should have that. She knows where my stands are. She knows where I'm headed before, before I head out there. And she knows also what time I need to be checking in. Yeah. That's great to do in your boat, your blind, whatever you're doing. Let somebody know. Share the information. Uh, have you ever uh, fallen out and been caught by that arrest system and the wife says, hey, I'm going to Neiman's. I'll be back to get you down in a few hours. Anything like that? <laughs> Not at all. But then again, I'm part monkey, so, you know, I'm, I'm okay climbing trees usually. I've hunted out of tree stands my entire life. Knock on wood here that uh, I've, I've been able to do it safely all these years and uh, haven't had any huge accidents, but yeah, my wife would probably head straight over to Louis Vuitton before she came and picked me up. <laughs> Cinnamon Creek Archery is open seven days a week right now, getting ready for the greatest time of year. Uh, those hunting seasons about to start dropping like dominoes. Uh, I know you'd urge everybody to come in. If they haven't yet, start practicing. You've got plenty of ranges around here. got plenty of room, plenty of ranges. Yeah, come out and see us. We'll help you get your equipment tuned. Uh, check over if there's any problems or anything we need to address before you get in the field. But, yeah, once again, just come out. Even if you just want to talk hunting, we love doing that as well. So just come see us. Hey, if your dog is just a maniac when people come over to visit or when you leave for work and tears up the furniture, tears up the carpet, won't stop barking, jumping all over you, won't leave everyone alone, you really need to take a look at calming care from the trusted name Purina. It's not a drug. It works gently over time to settle the overbarker and overjumper. Calming care. A lot of people are having really good results. Hi, I'm Frank Gerstenkorn. I have guns and gear in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Finest little gun shop in the West. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Hey, the 2024 version of the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo will be in Dallas at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center. The DSE Convention and Sporting Expo, one of the biggest conservation fundraising events in the United States or, quite honestly, around the globe. Registration is now open for the DSC Convention and Sporting Expo 24. Act now. Purchase your day passes and banquet tickets. Learn more at biggame.org. There's no reason to be miserably cold while you hunt or fish. Still hunting, snow hunting, ice fishing, or just going to the ball game. Stay warm with buffalo wool products. You know, I, I would have had no idea that bison had such a usable fiber, but the more you, you get into it, the more you play with it and learn and see what it does, you realize why these animals are so well protected in the environments that they are. They will grow this fiber as needed to protect that heart, lungs, area, keep their core insulated, whether it's from the heat or the cold. I've depended on buffalo wool to keep me warm in bitter conditions for over a decade now. Part of the reason that we love you so much is because of 
the fact that you actually went out, tried it, tested it before we even discussed anything about working with you. So that's sort of what we want. We just want to make sure people are comfortable. Not everybody needs us. Not everybody is out stand hunting at, you know, 30 degrees or not everybody has circulatory issues. But for those that do, we want to make it available. We want to make it as durable as possible. And we want to make it work. We want people happy, warm, and comfortable. That's it. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com. At Marksman Firearms and Outfitters, you'll find a huge selection of firearms, ammo, fishing tackle, including rods, reels, lures, baits, and every accessory you can imagine. Whether you buy, sell, or trade, Marksman's mission is to guide and educate their customers, whether they're new to firearms or experienced, skilled shooters. Visit one of their stores in Mansfield, Granbury, Killeen, or Wichita Falls. For more info, go to MarksmanFirearms.com. Make your mark at Marksman. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side. Pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Check rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. Hi, I'm Jim Shockey, and it's time once again to invite you to our annual Jim Shockey Classic two-day charity event where we all get together to celebrate and honor those who have served and sacrificed. All of us deeply admire the invaluable sacrifices made by our military personnel. 100% of the proceeds fund all expense-paid Shockey tribute hunts through the Freedom Hunters Military Outreach Program. In addition to the golf tournament, there will be a sporting clay tournament on Sunday morning before the banquet. So join me April 14th and 15th 2024 at the award-winning Barnsley Resort in Adersville, Georgia, nestled in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. Visit JimShockeyClassic.com to sponsor, to register, or to donate, and also to learn more about our great event. I really hope to see you there. camped on the ground and in five-star lodges, but have never found a more welcome camp than this one, Kinder Outdoors. Hey, come see me at kinderoutdoors.com and take a look at Luke Long. He's grinning. He's grinning big. (laughs) And he should be. He caught a nice red drum out of the James River in Virginia. Got to be 18 inches to keep him. This one just shy, but he held on to it long enough to get a great picture with a beautiful sunset behind him. James River is uh, an interesting body of water if you've never fished it. You have to know where the saltwater break is, and that moves in and out. You could be catching smallmouth bass 
in the same spot that you caught saltwater fish just hours ago as the tide moves in and out of the James. Way to go, Luke. Great picture. He's on the bragging board at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, guys, keep Fortiflora handy on that bird hunting trip this year when you're traveling. Hey, a change of water, change in routine, long days in the field, all of that can bring on GI upset in our dogs. And Fortiflora not only fixes that but can prevent it. It works well as a preventative. Give it to your dog every day, before, during, and after that long road trip. I want to take a road trip now to Pier, South Dakota, just north of Pier, the Dead Rabbit Lodge, overlooking beautiful Lake Oahe with my good friend David Heelan. David, welcome back. Yeah, hello, Billy. Yeah, good to talk to y'all. Hope things are well down in Texas. Cooling off, brother, cooling off. It's uh, feeling a lot better down here since we're below 90. <laughs> South Dakota, you guys have had uh, some weather over the past 12 months. Uh, starting with last winter, uh, you you had a winter, didn't you? We did. We uh, we had a winter here in Central South Dakota. Uh, had had uh, a large amount of snow, which is very unusual for this area. Uh, so we were a little bit worried about our pheasant population and the carryover from the winter. Uh, but uh, being Pleasantly surprised this spring, uh, we're seeing a lot of birds. You know, I saw something from uh, Pheasants Forever that said that same exact thing, that they were really worried about all the winter weather. Uh, and then, boy, oh, boy, did did uh, the birds pay off this spring with a, with a great hatch. Uh, well, pheasant, and pheasants will only, they'll nest one time. A quail will will nest two, even three times in a year. But a pheasant, it's one and done every year, right? Right, yeah, pretty pretty close there, Billy. Now, now if, a, if a hen's nest uh, doesn't hatch, she will try again to, to uh, lay another hatch. Uh, but once those chicks hatch one time, she's finished, yeah. Okay. So you're really dependent, for the most part, on that on that spring hatch. And so you're seeing the birds. You're seeing the baby birds, young birds, uh, now, I guess, uh, pretty close to full maturity. Yeah, we are. We think uh, we had a great spring. Weather's, weather's really important in the spring for the hatch. So we had, we're actually seeing uh, some very mature birds that uh, we call it the early hatch. But, Billy, we're also seeing a good many um, half-mature birds uh, that we think that we had a pretty pretty strong late hatch. So, so overall, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing birds in areas that, that I haven't seen in a while. So, so it's, it's really exciting, and, and uh, uh, hopefully we get some cooler weather by, by this next weekend, and uh, opener will look really well. You bet. Season opener next Saturday, the 21st, in the state of South Dakota. Uh, and the limit is still three per hunter per day. However, uh, you have preserved status, uh, which is misinterpreted by a lot of people. A lot of people think you're just going to come up 
and and hunt, shoot, pin raise birds. That's not the case at all, is it, David? No, that's not the case in uh, South Dakota, Billy. We uh, the preserve status birds just gives us the opportunity, and the state of South Dakota the opportunity to keep the pheasant population strong and growing. Um, if you if you come up and you book with an outfitter or lodge. Uh, and you go out and shoot on preserve status grounds, uh, you know, 50% or greater of those birds that that you harvest or shoot at, uh, they're going to be wild birds. And that's, that's because of what uh, the operators and, and Game Fishing Park in South Dakota uh, does to keep the pheasant population strong. Yeah, when you guys take birds out, you put birds back, and that keeps that cycle going. Plus, it allows us, if I drive all the way from Texas to South Dakota to hunt with David Heelan at the Dead Rabbit Lodge, I don't want to stop at three a lot of days. I might want to shoot a few more birds, bring a few more birds home with me, and a preserve allows me to do that. that that's correct. The preserve status allows that. And and the way that's handled, Billy, a, a preserved status area, for every bird they take off, they've got to put back a bird. So um, it, it's a great program. And for for the really diehard bird hunters out there that uh, really just want to go out and, and shoot nothing but wild birds, there's plenty of opportunity up here. Uh, on uh, public land, and of course, uh, we we have about I don't know about forty thousand acres of leased uh, wild bird hunting ground that we utilize uh, for our diehard bird hunters. There you go, very good. The Dead Rabbit Lodge, you guys are real close to Pier. I've really enjoyed hunting with you through the years because you're a bird hunter. Uh, you know your dogs. You know, you know how to go about a bird hunt safely and effectively, and that means a lot to me. I like a guy that knows what he's doing. But you're also real close to town. If I want to run to the grocery store or the sporting goods store, it's right there. Yeah, not too bad. About 12 miles north of town and uh, uh, sits right on Lake Oahe. Beautiful views, uh, great accommodations. So it's, uh, it, it's a pretty good setup, Billy. It's an incredible setup. Uh, explain to people, however you describe that great big castle that sits on that bluff <laughs> overlooking the lake, however you describe that to people, describe it to our audience now. That is a phenomenal house. Yeah, Billy, it, it, it's, it's hard to describe to tell you the truth. It, it's, 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 uh, it's a true log lodge. Uh, inside and out with just extremely large uh, western Canadian cedars. Um, it, it overlooks the lake. Um, it's, it's, it's just kind of, it's, one, it's definitely one of a kind. It's unique, um, but it's very, very up-to-date and uh, very comfortable. So it's three different levels, so it's uh, extremely spacious, 
and uh, we're we're we only do we're really we only do one group at a time, Billy. So we're really exclusive as as far as the groups go, and uh, make sure that they get uh, taken well care of. I think that David Heelan and the Dead Rabbit Lodge offer one of the most attractive packages uh, that you're going to find in South Dakota when it comes to a top-notch, first-class, traditional pheasant hunt. You're going to stay five-star. The meals, the dining is awesome. The hunting is over the top. We're going to make a little run to the coffee pot, and then I'm going to come back, and David's going to tell us what you get, what is that bang for the buck when you visit the Dead Rabbit Lodge. This is professional hunter Ivan Carter with Kinder Outdoors. When you drop your wild game off at Cinnamon Creek Ranch Wild Game Processing, go ahead, order up your ground meat and breakfast sausage. But don't stop there. We worked on a taco meat for three years to where women and kids would eat it, and a chili that we make now where you just take these things home and just throw them in a crock pot or fry them in a pan and they're ready to go. Our tamales are probably hands down to anyone's. They're double meat and, you know, masa and they're simple and they're and they're we just can't make them fast enough they're fully cooked all you got to do is poke two or three holes in the bag that we give them to you in and throw them in the microwave for three and a half minutes aside and it's like we just pulled them out of our steamer the day we made them these items have become staples in our home robin's favorite is the taco meat i'm partial to the tamales and what a feast when we put it all together for friends and family Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing, just north of Fort Worth, about a mile from Cabela's as the crow flies. CinnamonCreekRanch.com Pigs, white-tailed deer, exotics, livestock. The pros at Tejas Ranch Fence have long-lasting answers. Fences today that we're building are wires have warranties of 20, 25 years. But the coatings that we're using on fences today are triple the protection of coatings that were used 25 years ago. Protect your investment with the very best. Learn more at TejasRanchFence.com. Hey, I'm Billy Kinder. If you offer goods or services to the outdoorsman or woman, Kinder Outdoors is the perfect place to spread the word. At Kinder Outdoors, we reach tens of thousands of hunters, anglers, and outdoors folks each week that would appreciate hearing about you. For more information, visit KinderOutdoors.com and click the Advertise button. Then, view our media kit. Outdoor gear and skills are in high demand right now. Let us hear from you. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, Never duplicate it. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. 
CajunFryer.com. I want to urge you to plan what will be the trip of a lifetime to Argentina. Hunt doves or ducks with my friends at Cordoba Doves. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative, and he's right here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Call him at 817-797-9020. Like me, you can plan your next trip of a lifetime with Lane Balky and Cordoba Doves. We pick you up at the airport, and you're in our care custody control. All meals, all drinks, all eats are included in the package. Lane is a hunter himself, and when he describes that first morning that you'll witness in the field, it raises the hairs on the back of your neck. The first morning, the fly-off of the roost in the morning is spectacular. Birds almost as far as you can see, and they fly like that all day until sunset. Come on, let's go to Argentina. It's closer than you think. Visit CordobaDoves.com or give Lane a call, 817-797-9020. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. coming when we heard your trunk rattle across that old cattle guard. Welcome to our camp at Kender Outdoors. You know, we're talking a lot about uh, pheasants in the Dakotas on the show this week, but you know, if you live in Texas <laughs> or not, there's a pretty good destination for pheasants in Texas. Pheasants, chucker, and quail. I'm talking about hard-flying birds behind top-notch bird dogs. At Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. Yes, your dogs are welcome as well. They'd love to have you come hunt with them. And you'll be treated like family, like royal family, when you stay with the bunch at Joshua Creek Ranch in Bernie, Texas, just outside of San Antonio, a little piece. To put it in a nutshell, Joshua Creek is the finest lodging, dining, and amenities. But you can wear your scruffy old field pants to dinner at night, and nobody's going to talk about you. <laughs> it's relaxed. It's family. It's Joshua Creek Ranch. Learn more when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. We're checking on the pheasants in South Dakota right now with our old buddy David Heelan. I want to pick it up where we left off a few minutes ago. And by the way, David, I know you love for folks to come hunt with you. Are you booked up solid uh, for this fall and winter, or do you have an opening or two? Well, we're we're pretty close, pretty close to booked up, or you know, our October and early November definitely booked up. But uh, 
you know, we we still have a few open days if uh, somebody wanted to call and see if they can work out a date. We'd sure love to hear from them. We've got a good many customers, but uh, we do have a few open days. Hey, got to, when when folks pull in and uh, when they book a hunt with you, it's an all-inclusive deal. When I pay you for a hunt, what comes with that? What do I get? Um, Billy, you get your uh, lodging, you get your meals, you get your drinks and beverages, your adult beverages, uh, you get your shells, you get your license, uh, you get everything you need to go pheasant hunting. Uh, awesome. We try we try to include everything and not not have any kind of surprise expenses or or add-ons or anything like that. Uh, ours is, is we we try to include everything and just have one price. Yeah, and I think that is really awesome. You guys do a great job of saying here's what you get, here's what it costs. Let's get that out of the way and go have a good time for a few days. Uh, in the state of uh, South Dakota last year, uh, the state says that uh, we hunters uh, harvested 1.16 million roosters. Even in a bad year, uh state of South Dakota will kill a million roosters. And they say that this year, David, what they're saying is that uh, it looks as good as or maybe even better than last year. So... It's going to be a really good year to get to South Dakota. And from what you're seeing, it sounds like you agree you're seeing that same thing. Yeah, we're definitely in, in central South Dakota here. Uh, we are uh, definitely seeing the birds. And and we're, we're uh, you know, more excited than we actually were last year. So um, <laughs> it uh, we're just seeing seeing birds uh, everywhere up and down the roads and uh, of course it's been warm and right now uh, there's a lot of crops that's still on the ground and uh, so as they start harvesting and uh, and and get these crops out of the way uh, we're really expecting to see more and more birds so yep yeah, it'll concentrate. Well, I always enjoy my business up there. We love you guys. We miss you, and we'll see you soon, David. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Good talking to you, Billy. This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute, a focus on people that make a difference. At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled but we're not stopping. The Outdoor Adventures program in junior highs and high schools across America has proven to be a hit with kids. And in case after case, we've seen Outdoor Adventures young lives changed. Kids that just were not into school and not involved are now excited to get into the classroom each day because of Outdoor Adventures. The kids earn classroom credit 
by learning the outdoor basics, and they smile while learning. If you want outdoor adventures in your local school, contact me, Scott McClure. I'm at GoOTF.com. That's Scott at GoOTF.com. Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at KinderOutdoors.com. Larry Wysoon, I've heard it said that if you want to learn about white-tailed deer, you ought to watch people. And you also said if you want to learn about people, watch white-tailed deer. Are you off your rocker? What are you talking about? I think I've made that statement several times. You do. To me, white-tailed deer are just like people in so many different ways. They're individuals. So often we try to just group white-tailed deer as all white-tailed deer being the same. They're not. They all look a little bit differently. They all act a little bit differently. They respond to different stimuli differently, kind of like people do. You know, there's some people that will be, they'll be born and spend their entire life within two or three city blocks or that area. There's some people that are born, and immediately when they can, they get away. They don't ever come back. Then you've got some that keep coming back and forth. And then, I mean, everything in between. So deer are the same way in that respect in terms of home range, but also when it comes to aging deer. So very often what I tell people these days, we're really interested in trying to produce an older age deer, which means you've got to pass those younger bucks up. Forget about the antlers. Look at their body and look at their face. And I tell people, if you look at a deer and it reminds you of a teenager, it's a young deer. Mm-hmm. If you look at him and you go, well, you know, he looks like an athlete, he's probably, so he's probably a, a three- or four-year-old deer. And then when he gets to looking kind of like I do these days, you know, a little bit pop-bellied, <laughs> jowls hanging down a little bit and all that kind of stuff, don't move quite as fast as I do, that's generally an older, mature deer. So to me, that is kind of like how you use people to to look at a deer, but they are. They're individuals, and that's one thing we forget so very often is that they're just as individualistic as everybody out there that's listening to us. And, you know, if you watch people and deer long enough, you can you can see personality traits in these deer, can't you? They, they've all got their little quirks and different things that they'll do if you're watching the same deer day after day that you pick up on. You really do. I mean, over the years, we've had deer in pens that we're using for research, and we found very quickly that they did have very definite personalities in terms of liking different foods, disliking different foods. We had one old doe that we had in our pens at Texas A&M that if you walked in there this years ago and students smoke more, thankfully, than they do now, thankfully, rather, you walk in there and that doe would stand up on her hind legs and come walking to you, slapping at you with her front legs. And, I mean, but it's, it's little things like that that you pick up on. Some of them are very vocal. Some of them never even utter a, a guttural sound other than maybe the, you know, kind of sound that you hear. So, again, they're very much an individual. And you, when you start hunting these older mature deer, that's how you got to approach this. It's not as a deer hunter but as a hunter of a particular kind of deer. Uh, I tell you what, it's a a crime to go out these days uh, without a good pair of binoculars, a good spotting scope, something that you know what you're looking at out there. And, man, they're just everywhere. There's great stuff. And and these great optics these days really help us know what we're shooting at, what kind of deer we're shooting at. And I know you're a Zeiss guy. I do. I've used Zeiss over the years always as my personal binoculars and all my personal guns. The optics that they produce, put together here in the States, it's still all the old world technology that came over from Germany, but it's done here. The price on some of those scopes now is like three and $400 that you can pick up at a Bass Pro or, or Cabela's, and they're every bit as good as what you'd think you'd have to pay, which a lot of times means $1,800 more. But the optics that we have as a whole have come so much farther in a relatively short period of time than a lot of people ever imagined. I mean, these days with the binoculars we have, you can really see things. This is Kinder Outdoors. 
For the sportsman who likes an outdoor adventure story, Ken Kirkaby's novels are just what you've been looking for. In the tournament, three friends travel to the Bahamas for a blue marlin tournament and find the fish of a lifetime. Ben Steelman of the Star News says the tournament is a yarn Papa Hemingway and Robert Rourke would have savored. Read and enjoy Ken Kirkaby this fall, in camp, along the trail, or at home. The tournament, Red Stick 1 and Red Stick 2, all available at Amazon. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. Get off the beach and into the action. Enjoy world-class Costa Rican sport fishing with Carib Sea Sport Fishing. Marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and more. Inshore, offshore, overnight, seamounts. Carib Sea Sport Fishing will work with your group to customize the perfect trip. Half day, full day, every day. Your next getaway is the best ever. Take a look at catchafishincostarica.com. Catchafishincostarica.com. Ag Texas, the name itself says trust, honesty, strength, and tradition. Ag Texas has from the get-go been dedicated to the prosperity of agriculture and rural America. The Ag Texas family can help grow your herd or your operation. Give us a call and talk to Ag Texas pros about risk management in the form of crop insurance, protecting borrowed capital and savings. We specialize in everything from dairy cows to pecan trees and have the right financial tools and knowledge at Ag Texas to help you grow and grow safely. We can't tell you when it's going to rain again, but we can assure that your crop, your cows, your family, and the family land are secure and protected no matter the storm or the dry spell. We are agriculture at Ag Texas, and we look forward to visiting with you. Ag Texas is at agtexas.com and just down the road, the Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet, bid on an auction item, make an impact on top of the mountain. 
wildsheepfoundation.org. warm campfire is always the gathering spot, no matter the weather. Tall tales and life's tough spots get worked out here. This is Kinder Outdoors. Brought to you by the best wing shooting in Texas, and that is Joshua Creek Ranch, just outside of San Antonio. Learn more about them at kinderoutdoors.com. Let's go to North Dakota. My friend Keith Shop standing by. Keith, uh, I always love talking to you, especially in person, because you never stop smiling. I think you smile in your sleep. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, it's a great life. Uh, how are you, Keith? I'm great. Uh, the weather's starting to get a little a little cooler, so uh, everything's good. Yes, it's our time of year. If we're, if we're bird dog folks, you know, we spend time with our dogs all year, but it's a whole lot more enjoyable in October and November than it is in July and August, for sure. Uh, Absolutely. You have a place in North Dakota. A lot of people hunt South Dakota um, as opposed to North Dakota because they do a really good job of promoting their pheasant hunting, and, you know, that's it's on the trail. It's on the way. You can shorten that drive a little if you stop in South Dakota. But don't cut yourself short uh, when it comes to your pheasant hunting. North Dakota should be on your list, shouldn't it? It, it should, and it's, uh, you know, it's a, a lot of wide open spaces. I, I believe, Billy, there's only uh, somewhere around 700,000 people in the whole state. So you have you have large cities like, like Bismarck and Minot and Fargo, but there's just a lot of really small towns uh, that dot the landscape, and there's a lot of room up here. Yeah, a lot of room, and the people are so hospitable and nice, and they love to see you come up and, and hunt with them. Uh, when I turn my dogs loose, you've already pretty much said it, wide open spaces, rolling country for the most part. Yeah, uh, you know, we have a, a real lot of diverse cover. So uh, we have a lot of big cattail sloughs. That's great for late season hunting. Uh, we have grasslands, that are, you know, really fun to work your dogs. You know, whether you're fine birds or not, it's just a great walk. Uh, we have, you know, windrows and, and other uh, great cover, so it, it really it's all over the map, uh, kind of depending on the conditions, the time of the year, the time of the season, those kinds of things. You know, you get into central South Dakota, and you're predominantly pheasants, but I've noticed, I think, I think I know this, Keith, up in North Dakota, I'm more likely to find other species, is that correct? Yep, uh, you know, we have our share of grasslands up here, and uh, the sharp tail hunting has been good. Uh, I've only been been able to get out one time, but uh, but we, we we found some birds and, and were able to, to harvest some. And, uh, you know, I think uh, my friends who are biologists tell me the sharp tails, the, the numbers are really good. Uh, you know, a lot of that hunting is 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 north uh, and north central. Um, but but, uh, you know, you can you can find sharp tails, huns, um, along with pheasants. Pheasants doesn't open until the 7th. Of, uh, of October, but uh, Sharptail opened September 9th. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you can get a whole month in, kind of like Montana. You can get a whole month in before pheasants uh, open up, and that's to allow those young birds to mature, I guess, right? Is that your understanding? Yeah, uh, yeah and we saw some young birds as well, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, 
it, it's uh, in, in both uh, the pheasant and sharp tail hunt season runs uh, through January 7th. Okay. Uh, Huns, that's like the magic word to me. Those are quail on steroids, and, boy, they're really good on the table, aren't they? They're, they're tremendous on the table, and, and it's, you know, it's a trophy, really, uh, to uh, people very excited to get into, into Huns. Yeah. Yeah, they act a lot like a quail. If you've never hunted Hungarian partridge with your dogs, you owe it to yourself. They'll covey up uh, like quail. They'll yeah. flush like quail. They'll recall like quail. Uh, yep. And they're they're about twice as big. So when you sit down to dinner, you know, there you go. That's, that's a big uh, a big bonus. Keith, when folks come to North Dakota to to hunt, uh, is there a good amount of public land that that we can hunt on? Do you recommend an outfitter? Is there a town we should maybe focus on looking at to stay in? What are you, any you recommendations? Know, sure, Billy. But, you know. I would start with the uh, conservation plots guide. So, so plots stands for private land open to sportsmen. It's a great book that they published it. It's available right now, and it it has county by county a detailed map of public hunting land that's open. And so you can literally pick your region of of North Dakota. There there are forty four different counties or sections, and and each section has a detailed map. And, and uh, you know, so that's a great place to start. It has great information about what the rules are, uh, so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I, would, I would start there, and that, that's available when the hunting licenses are, are online. So. Well, that's great information. That's, that's good. Um, and it's not like it's, you know, there's only 700,000 people in the state, but it's not like you're not going to have a place to stay or a place to eat. All of the, the latest uh, amenities, anything you need is within a short drive. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is a hunting and fishing state, and, I mean, uh, people are really, you know, they get out there, and uh, and they're very hospitable. You know, I would say the other, the other thing is you can, uh, you know, you can knock on doors, you know, the old-fashioned way and try to find places to hunt. Uh, there's also, uh, you know, they have electronic posting now. So it used to be if you had, uh, if land was posted, obviously you couldn't hunt it or you needed to get permission. Uh, now they've actually added a, a, a feature where you can post your land electronically. So just because there's not a physical sign up there doesn't mean naturally or absolutely you can hunt there. So you're best off to be able to, to figure out electronically where you're able to go and, and, and get permission and things like that. I, I would also say, you know, uh, there's there's good and bad with with uh, you know wide open spaces. One is uh, some places you don't have good cell service, so I'd really recommend before you come up here, if you want to come up here, to find out where your veterinary clinics are located, and to to be in in good you know have a good idea of if something happens to your dog and you need to get to a to a clinic, you have a good idea where you want to go before that all happens. Absolutely. Step one, before you ever leave the house, know where you're going to go uh, if something happens to the dog. Know where you're going to go if something happens to you or your your hunting partner. Uh, and I know that you would recommend that we fuel our dogs daily with good Purina Pro Plan. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and that's a great point, too, because I, I would make sure if you come up, you bring uh, a, a good quantity of, of your, your favorite dog food, and that's 
that is this printer pro plan for sure for me and for for most sporting dog people i think but you know uh when you're in a remote area you may not be able to find or have access to uh the kind of food you're feeding so i would bring make sure you bring plenty of of food and fresh water billy i was going to add one more thing maybe maybe it's a tip maybe it's a uh you know this has been a a, a crazy year we had a, a blizzard last year on november 10th 17 inches of snow and uh and it kept snow and that snow never went away and we were you know even the locals here were concerned that it would really have a, a an impact on the pheasant population and it had some impact but we had great conditions up here in the spring um i would say it's lush right now they say they've never seen it so green up here what that means is the cattails are nine feet tall and uh and even the grass is really thick and and uh so it's it's gonna you're gonna need a good dog and and a lot of energy uh to hunt and i think it might be a good year for a blocker because uh because that's that's a good place to be in the in the nine foot tall cattails <laughs> yes it is they're hard to navigate and you might want to wait until after that first snow to go to go to north dakota and let that snow lay some of this stuff down a little bit before you go. Good tip. Keith, yep. look forward to seeing you down the road. Hopefully that will be behind a couple of your fine dogs. Thank you very much, Billy. Great great uh, talking to you, and uh, have a great season. Thank you, Keith. Hey, by the way, at Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country, with their new high-volume European-style driven pheasant hunts, you'll see more than a 1,000 pheasants per day. <laughs> Joshua Creek Ranch. been dropped off in a remote wilderness where the bears outnumber people 10 to 1 and the mosquitoes have been known to carry off full-grown moose lucky join us in camp and tell us about it at kinder outdoors you know we're talking to david helan at the dead rabbit lodge in uh, south dakota this week a very successful pheasant lodge upland bird lodge they also get into a few prairie chickens from time to time huns Sharp tails, and also up in North Dakota, Keith Shop with his fine German short hairs and retrievers. Both Purina Pro Plan guys, as are 89% of the field trial champions across North America. Pro Plan performance in the purple sport bag, sport label, at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. You know, Pope and Young has their convention and expo every two years. And this past week, they announced the dates and location of their 34th biennial convention. 34th biennial Pope and Young convention will be held at the Glendale Renaissance in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, block out the dates, April 9, 10, 11, and 12, 2025. April 9 through 12, 2025, Glendale, Arizona. A great place for like-minded, ethical bow hunters to join in the celebration of bow hunting, working together to continue preserving, promoting, and protecting the bow hunter's passion. 
More info to come later on speakers, vendors, registration specials, etc., etc. Uh, just main thing right now, block out the date, 2025, April 9 through 12, Glendale, Arizona. A lot of bow hunters in the woods today, up a tree somewhere. We want to be safe, and that's a conversation I had an hour ago with our bow pro from Cinnamon Creek Archery, Roanoke, Texas, Kyle Chambers. Always love to talk bows and arrows uh, with my buddy uh, Kyle Chambers from Cinnamon Creek Archery. Good to see you again, man. Yes, sir, Billy. Good to see you as well. We've got to talk about safety, okay? There's just too many ways to get hurt with a bow in our hand, and then we start climbing a tree with that bow, and uh, even more things can happen. Let's start with getting ourselves in that tree safely and staying there safely. What do you do? Yeah, first and foremost, let's talk about whether or not your stands have been up all year. I know if you're like me, my stands, some of the ladder stands have been there. They're in spots that I know produce every year. So I want to make sure that those ratchet straps, things like that, are, are, are good. They're not rotten. They're not cut. So that would be the first step before you even climb up. Yep, there you go. Make sure your stand itself is in uh, good shape. And then it's finally time to climb up there and uh, do some scouting or actually maybe do some hunting. Uh, you're going to do more than just climb up there and sit down. That is correct, yeah. Hopefully you're using a safety harness. I believe they're accessible to just about everybody nowadays. You can't even really purchase a tree stand without it coming with a safety harness. So always wear your harnesses. Make sure they're also in good condition. Make sure you're strapped to the tree at all times. That way you don't have that danger of falling. Yeah. And make sure that you've got one on that's not going to cut your air supply off when you're dangling from that tree. You need to be able to breathe. Need to be able to make a phone call. That is correct, yeah. You know, and we spend so much money and all this equipment and all these new fancy bows and guns and things like that. The most important thing you're going to be able to purchase is going to be your safety harness. So go ahead and spend a little extra money. Get something that's comfortable that's going to be safe in case you do fall. Absolutely need to invest in uh, in a parachute cord, a string, something to get that bow, get your gear up in the tree with Yes, and actually some bow companies like Matthews offer systems to get that safely up there. They have an SCS system that comes with a bow rope, attaches to your bow. Really cool. There's some other uh, companies on the market that offer some safety ropes. Or you could just use regular old rope. Technology these days, uh, we love it and we hate it. But I tell you what, when you're hanging from that arrest system from a tree eight feet up in the air and you can't get loose, you can't get down, technology becomes our friend. need to know where you are. And you need to be able to, to get a signal out one way or another and talk to someone. For sure. Before you leave the house, you need to let your wife, your parents, somebody know, whoever's there with you, that where you're going to be at all times, maybe drop them a pin. I know my, I'm fortunate that my wife also hunts. We hunt together for the majority of the time. But when I show her where I'm at, she has the OnX app. Everybody should have that. She knows where my stands are. She knows where I'm headed before, before I head out there. And she knows also what time I need to be checking in. Yeah. That's great to do in your boat, your blind, whatever you're doing. Let somebody know. Share the information. Uh, have you ever uh, fallen out and been caught by that arrest system and the wife says, hey, I'm going to Neiman's. I'll be back to get you down in a few hours. Anything like that? <laughs> Not at all. But then again, I'm part monkey, so, you know, I'm, I'm okay climbing trees usually. I've hunted out of tree stands my entire life. Knock on wood here that uh, I've, I've been able to do it safely all these years and uh, haven't had any huge accidents, but yeah, my wife would probably head straight over to Louis Vuitton before she came and picked me up. <laughs> Cinnamon Creek Archery is open seven days a week right now, getting ready for the greatest time of year. Uh, those hunting seasons about to start dropping like dominoes. Uh, I know you'd urge everybody to come in. If they haven't yet, start practicing. you got plenty of ranges around here. 
got plenty of room, plenty of ranges. Yeah, come out and see us. We'll help you get your equipment tuned. Uh, check over if there's any problems or anything we need to address before you get in the field. But, yeah, once again, just come out. Even if you just want to talk hunting, we love doing that as well. So just come see us. Hey, visit a field trial sometime. I don't care if it's a walking trial or a horseback trial. Take a walk through the dog trailers and the dog boxes and the dog owners and handlers and trainers. Talk to them about how they care for their athletes. The vast majority are going to tell you, hey, number one is nutrition, and that's Purina Pro Plan Performance Formula. In the purple sport bag, 30% protein and 20% fat at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. If you ever stop just once in West Texas at the very unique Herdware store and visit with the very unique Cecil Miskin, you'll make it a regular stop every time you pass by. We are on US-287, which is one of the oldest and most major U.S. highways still. We are 40 miles south and east of Amarillo. H-E-R-D, Herdware Store. We've got bison leather goods, vests, chaps, dusters, and bison hide coats, bison leather belts and wallets, bison leather shoes, art. We've got western artifacts. We've got native artifacts. The only way we can describe it is all things bison. If you're not interested in bison, don't stop. If you're interested in bison, come on and plan on spending 15 minutes to two hours and enjoy yourself. The only rule that we have in this store, and we've had it for many years, and we've only had one person ever break our rule, is if you're not having fun, we're going to ask you to leave. The most unique stop between the Gulf and the Pacific, Cecil Miskin and the Herdware Store. Herdware.net. Pigs, white-tailed deer, exotics, livestock. The pros at Tejas Ranch Fence have long-lasting answers. Fences today that we're building our wires have warranties of 20, 25 years, but the coatings that we're using on fences today are triple the protection of coatings that were used 25 years ago. Protect your investment with the very best. Learn more at TejasRanchFence.com. Hey, the 2024 version of the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo will be in Dallas at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center. The DSE Convention and Sporting Expo, one of the biggest conservation fundraising events in the United States or, quite honestly, around the globe. Registration is now open for the DSE Convention and Sporting Expo 24. Act now. Purchase your day passes and banquet tickets. Learn more at biggame.org. If you love to hit the woods with a bow in your hand, now is the time to visit Cinnamon Creek Ranch Archery. You know, it is a buyer's year. And what I mean by that, no matter which brand you choose, whether it's a Hoyt, Matthews, PSC, Bowtech, it's going to be a good year to purchase a bow because everybody has something really good to offer. When you visit with the pros at Cinnamon Creek Archery, you're talking to guys that live this stuff day in and day out. We are a try-before-you-buy shop. Not to mention, altogether, we've got a well over 100 years of experience. So it's something that we do on a daily. I know I hunt two or three times a, a, a week, whether you know it's season or not. So we can definitely help you with that stuff. Cinnamon Creek Archery has practice ranges indoors and out. The static bags is just a range that has distances out to 100 yards. 
we also have four 3D courses. Each one of those has approximately 20 targets on it. We have a 30-yard upstairs range, and we have a 20-yard downstairs range. Come see us right now at CinnamonCreekRanch.com. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit joshuacreek.com. We thank God for the freedom, our men and women that defend it, and the Constitution that guarantees it. Welcome to camp with Kinder Outdoors. Thank you, Purina ProPlan, for bringing us this corner of the camp house at Kinder Outdoors. ProPlan, with a formula built specifically for your dog, even if they have special conditions like an itchy coat or an intolerance to grain. Pick up the ProPlan at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. My friend David Heelan, I've hunted with him for years and years. He's the manager of the Dead Rabbit Lodge up in South Dakota. It's a great place, and he's the guy I go to when it's time to take a look at the South Dakota pheasant forecast. Hey, David, welcome back, buddy. Good to talk to you always. Yeah, hello, Billy. Yeah, good to talk to you all. Hope things are well down in Texas. Cooling off, brother, cooling off. It's uh, feeling a lot better down here since we're below 90. <laughs> South Dakota, you guys have had uh, some weather over the past 12 months. Uh, starting with last winter, uh, you you had a winter, didn't you? We did. We uh, we had a winter here in central South Dakota. Uh, had had uh, a large amount of snow, which is very unusual for this area. Uh, so we were a little bit worried about our pheasant population and the carryover from the winter. Uh, but uh, being pleasantly surprised this spring, uh, we're seeing a lot of birds. You know, I saw something from uh, Pheasants Forever that said that same exact thing, that they were really worried about all the winter weather. Uh, and then, boy, oh, boy, did... Did uh, the birds pay off this spring with a with a great hatch? Uh, well, pheasant and pheasants will only they'll nest one time. A quail will will nest two, even three times in a year. But a pheasant, it's one and done every year, right? Right. Yeah. Pretty pretty close there, Billy. Now now, if a if a hen's nest uh, doesn't hatch, she will try again to to. Uh, lay another hatch, uh, but once those chicks hatch one time, she's finished. Yeah. Okay. So you're really dependent, for the most part, on that 
on that spring hatch. And so you're seeing the birds. You're seeing the baby birds, young birds, uh, now I guess uh, pretty close to full maturity. Yeah, we are. We think uh, we had a great spring. Weather's weather's really important in the spring for the hatch. So we had, we're actually seeing uh, some very mature birds that uh, we call it the early hatch. But, Billy, we're also seeing a good many um, half-mature birds uh, that we think that we had a pretty pretty strong late hatch. So so overall, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing birds in areas that that I haven't seen in a while. So so it's it's really exciting and and uh, uh hopefully we get some cooler weather by by this next weekend and uh opener will look really well. You bet season opener next Saturday the 21st in the state of South Dakota. Uh and the limit is still 3 per hunter per day. However, uh, you have preserved status, uh, which is misinterpreted by a lot of people. A lot of people think you're just going to come up and, and hunt, shoot, pin, raise birds. That's not the case at all, is it, David? No, that's not the case in uh, South Dakota, Billy. We uh, The preserved status birds just gives us the opportunity and the state of South Dakota the opportunity to keep the pheasant population strong and growing, um, if you if you come up and you book with an outfitter or lodge, um, and you go out and shoot on preserved status grounds, um, you know fifty percent or greater of those birds that that you harvest or shoot at, uh, they're going to be wild birds, and that's that's because of what. Uh, the operators and, and Game Fishing Park in South Dakota uh, does to keep the pheasant population strong. Yeah, when you guys take birds out, you put birds back, and that keeps that cycle going. Plus, it allows us, if I drive all the way from Texas to South Dakota to hunt with David Heelan at the Dead Rabbit Lodge, I don't want to stop at three a lot of days. I might want to shoot a few more birds, bring a few more birds home with me, and a preserve allows me to do that. that that's correct. The preserve status allows that, and and the way that's handled, Billy, a, a preserve status area, for every bird they take off, they've got to put back a bird. So um, it, it's a great program, and for, for the really die-hard bird hunters out there that uh, really just want to go out and, and shoot nothing but wild birds. There's plenty of opportunity up here uh, on uh, public land. And, of course, uh, we we have about, I don't know, about 40,000 acres of leased uh, wild bird hunting ground that we utilize uh, for our die-hard bird hunters there you go very good the dead rabbit lodge you guys are real close to pier i've really enjoyed hunting with you through the years because you're a bird hunter uh you know your dogs you know you know how to go about a bird hunt safely and effectively and that means a lot to me i like the guy that knows what he's doing 
but you're also real close to town. If I want to run to the grocery store or the sporting goods store, it's right there. Yeah, not too bad, about 12 miles north of town, and uh, uh, sits right on Lake Oahe, beautiful views, uh, great accommodations. So it's uh, it, it's a pretty good setup, Billy. It's an incredible setup. Uh, explain to people, however you describe that great big castle that, <laughs> that sits on that bluff <laughs> overlooking the lake, However you describe that to people, describe it to our audience now. That is a phenomenal house. Yeah, Billy, it, it, it's, it's hard to describe to tell you the truth. It, it's, 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 uh, it's a true log lodge uh, inside and out with just extremely large uh, western Canadian cedars. Um, it, it overlooks the lake. Um, it's, it's, it's just kind of, it's one, it's definitely one of a kind. It's unique. Um, but it's very, very up to date and, uh, very comfortable. So it's three different levels. So it's, uh, extremely spacious. And, uh, we're, we're, we only do, we're really, we only do one group at a time, Billy, so we're really exclusive as, as far as the groups go and uh, make sure that they get uh, taken well care of. This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute, a focus on people that make a difference. At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled. But we're not stopping. The Outdoor Adventures program in junior highs and high schools across America has proven to be a hit with kids. And in case after case, we've seen Outdoor Adventures' young lives changed. Kids that just were not into school and not involved are now excited to get into the classroom each day because of Outdoor Adventures. The kids earn classroom credit by learning the outdoor basics, and they smile while learning. If you want Outdoor Adventures in your local school, contact me, Scott McClure. I'm at GoOTF.com. That's Scott at GoOTF.com. Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at KinderOutdoors.com. Kinder Outdoors will be right back. When we're not on the road hunting or fishing America, Kinder Outdoors calls the Vineyards Campground and Cabins in Grapevine, Texas, home. It has everything I need to prepare and broadcast coast-to-coast and border-to-border each week. Full hookups, cable TV, and 50-amp service at every RV site. Strong Wi-Fi that's powerful enough to ship Kinder Outdoors to you, no matter where you are in the U.S. or Canada. Most importantly, I can walk out of my fifth wheel and launch my boat at the Vineyards boat ramp without ever leaving the gated property. There's a sandy beach, a fully stocked camp store complete with firewood, groceries, and even commonly needed RV supplies. Rent a golf cart to make your way around this giant park located on the shores of Grapevine Lake, Texas. 
Every single cabin and RV is lakefront or lake view, and you're just blocks away from Main Street Grapevine with fantastic shopping and dining. As you can imagine, the Vineyards Campground and Cabin stays pretty busy, so why don't you block a little time right now at VineyardsCampground.com. Get off the beach and into the action. Enjoy world-class Costa Rican sport fishing with Carib Sea Sport Fishing, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and more. Inshore, offshore, overnight, seamounts. Carib Sea Sport Fishing will work with your group to customize the perfect trip. Half day, full day, every day. Your next getaway is the best ever. Take a look at catchafishincostarica.com. Catchafishincostarica.com. At Marksman, we know firearms. Our mission is to guide and educate whether you're new to firearms or an experienced, skilled shooter. We offer a large selection at reasonable prices with staff that's truly knowledgeable and always puts the customer first. Military and first responders get a 10% discount, and we offer free 90-day layaway. For guns, ammo, optics, or accessories, head to Marksman Firearms in Granbury, Mansfield, Colleen, or Wichita Falls. Make your mark at Marksman. Hi, I'm Jim Shockey, and it's time once again to invite you to our annual Jim Shockey Classic two-day charity event where we all get together to celebrate and honor those who have served and sacrificed. All of us deeply admire the invaluable sacrifices made by our military personnel. 100% of the proceeds fund all expense-paid Shockey tribute hunts through the Freedom Hunters Military Outreach Program. In addition to the golf tournament, there will be a sporting clay tournament on Sunday morning before the banquet. So join me April 14th and 15th, 2024 at the award-winning Barnsley Resort in Adersville, Georgia, nestled in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. Visit JimShockeyClassic.com to sponsor, to register, or to donate, and also to learn more about our great event. I really hope to see you there. For the sportsman who likes an outdoor adventure story, Ken Kirkaby's novels are just what you've been looking for. In the tournament, three friends travel to the Bahamas for a blue marlin tournament and find the fish of a lifetime. Ben Steelman of the Star News says the tournament is a yarn that Papa Hemingway and Robert Rourke would have savored. In Red Stick 1, Florida game warden Virgil Clary takes off his badge to track down a killer in the wilderness. Christopher Camuto of Gray's Sporting Journal calls Red Stick One a tightly written novel of pursuit and redemption, a breathtaking tracking sequence, a pleasure to read. In the sequel, Red Stick Two, Virgil Clary is sent to South America, where he uses his unique tracking skills to find an American engineer abducted by revolutionaries. Kirkus Reviews says assured writing, a locomotive plot, and nonstop suspenseful action in a series that shows no signs of slowing down. Ken Kirkaby's books are gritty, realistic, and action-packed. The Tournament, Red Stick 1 and Red Stick 2, available from Amazon. For the land of the free and the home of the brave. From high school gyms to towering stadiums, every time I see our flag wave, I feel a humbling reminder of the brave who keep and have kept us free. I stand to honor the sacrifices of the generations before me. Heroes who charge into battle through bombs and bullets, who lost their brothers and still pushed through, fighting for every inch of our freedom. I stand for my brothers who can't stand anymore, men who hunted terrorists to the ends of the earth, who sacrificed their bodies and their lives so that we 
could peacefully live ours. I stand for the children, the spouses, and parents whose family made the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are all standing. We're the National Rifle Association of America, and we are freedom's safest place. are taking that old flat bottom out don't forget these coffee cans just like life you'll need to bail a little water now and then this is life in the camp house at kender outdoors my friends joe and ann kershaval at their joshua creek ranch in bernie texas uh, northwest of san antonio about 45 minutes uh, they've hunted and enjoyed fine places all over the globe and they've gathered up those very finest points from the places they visited and incorporated them into their five-star lodge. Orvis endorsed, Beretta endorsed, Shooting Sportsman endorsed, Federal Select Outfitters. Go see why. Spend a little time at Joshua Creek Ranch behind their fine bird dogs and seated at their wonderful table. <laughs> Learn more about my friends at Joshua Creek Ranch when you come see me at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. Let's get back to South Dakota and a visit with David Heelan at the Dead Rabbit Lodge. Yes, sir. When you pull in there to hunt with David and the folks at the Dead Rabbit, you don't have to leave. You don't have to go anywhere because they feed you right there. The meals are awesome, just spectacular. You're going to love your time at the Dead Rabbit Lodge. Are you booked up for the year, or could you stand another hunter or two? Well, we're we're pretty close, pretty close to booked up, or, you know, our October and early November definitely booked up. But, uh, you know, we, we still have a few open days. If uh, somebody wanted to call and see if they can work out a date, we'd sure love to hear from them. We've got a good many customers, but uh, we do have a few open days. Hey, got to, when when folks pull in and uh, when they book a hunt with you, it's an all-inclusive deal. When I pay you for a hunt, what comes with that? What do I get? Uh, Billy, you get your uh, lodging, you get your meals, you get your drinks and beverages, your adult beverages. Uh, you get your shells, you get your license, uh, you get everything you need to go pheasant hunting. Uh, awesome. we try, we try to include everything and not, not have any kind of surprise expenses or, or add-ons or anything like that. Uh, ours is, is, we, we try to include everything and just have one price. Yeah, and I think that is really awesome. You guys do a great job of saying, here's what you get, here's what it costs. Let's get that out of the way and go have a good time for a few days. Uh, in the state of uh, South Dakota last year, uh, the state says that uh, we hunters uh, harvested 1.16 million roosters. Even in a bad year, uh state of South Dakota will kill a million roosters. And they say that this year, David, what they're saying is that uh, it looks 
as good as or maybe even better than last year. So it's going to be a really good year to get to South Dakota. And from what you're seeing, it sounds like you agree you're seeing that same thing. Yeah, we're definitely in, in central South Dakota here. Uh, we are uh, definitely seeing the birds. And and we're, we're uh, you know, more excited than we actually were last year. So... Um, <laughs> It uh, we're just seeing seeing birds uh, everywhere up and down the roads, and uh, of course it's been warm. And right now uh, there's a lot of crops that's still on the ground, and uh, so as they start harvesting, and uh, and and get these crops out of the way. Uh, we're really expecting to see more and more birds. So, Yep. Yeah, it'll concentrate them. Well, I always enjoy my business up there. We love you guys. We miss you, and we'll see you soon, David. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Good talking to you, Billy. They've got a lot of country to hunt, so it doesn't matter if you visit Dead Rabbit Lodge late in the year. You're still going to be behind. You're going to get into fresh birds, 40,000 acres. You can't cover all of that in a two-month season. Hey, let's talk to my good friend Larry Wysoon. He's a wildlife biologist. He's a world-class hunter, outdoor writer, and spokesman, all-around good old boy. I read an article he wrote once talking about how people are a lot like deer, and deer are a lot like people. Larry Wysoon, I've heard it said that if you want to learn about white-tailed deer, you ought to watch people. And you also said if you want to learn about people, watch white-tailed deer. Are you off your rocker? What are you talking about? I think I've made that statement several times, not only in, 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 a, in a public situation, but also, of course, on writing. But you do. To me, white-tailed deer are just like people in so many different ways. They're individuals. So often we try to just group white-tailed deer as all white-tailed deer being the same. They're not. They all look a little bit differently. They all act a little bit differently. They respond to different stimuli differently, kind of like people do. You know, there's some people that will be, they'll be born and spend their entire life within two or three city blocks or that area. There's some people that are born, and immediately when they can, they get away. They don't ever come back. Then you've got some that keep coming back and forth. And then, I mean, everything in between. So deer is the same way in that respect in terms of home range, but also when it comes to aging deer. So very often what I tell people these days, we're really interested in trying to produce an older age deer, which means you've got to pass those younger bucks up. Forget about the antlers. Look at their body and look at their face. And I tell people, if you look at a deer and it reminds you of a teenager, it's a young deer. Mm. If you look at him and you go, well, you know, he looked like an athlete, he's probably, so he's probably a, a three or four year old deer. And then when he gets to looking kind of like I do these days, you know, a little bit pop-bellied, <laughs> jowls hanging down a little bit and all that kind of stuff, don't move quite as fast as I do, that's generally an older mature deer. So to me, that is kind of like how you use people to, to look at a deer, but they are. They're individuals, and that's one thing we forget so very often is that they're just as individualistic as everybody out there that's listening to us. And, you know, if you watch people and deer long enough, you can, you can see personality traits in these deer, can't you? They, they've all got their little quirks and different things that they'll do if you're watching the same deer day after day that you pick up on. You really do. I mean, over the years, we've had deer in pens that we're using for research, and we found very quickly that they did have very definite personalities in terms of liking different foods, disliking different foods. We had one old doe that we had in our pens at Texas A&M that if you walked in there this years ago, and students smoke more, thankfully, than they do now, thankfully, rather, 
you walk in there and that doe would stand up on her hind legs and come walking to you, slapping at you with her front legs. Wow. And I mean, but it's it's little things like that that you pick up on. Some of them are very vocal. Some of them never even utter a, a guttural sound, other than maybe the you know kind of sound that you hear. So again, they're very much an individual. And you, when you start hunting these older mature deer, that's how you got to approach this. Is not as a deer hunter, but as a hunter of a particular kind of deer. Uh, I tell you what, it's a, it's a crime to go out these days uh, without a good pair of binoculars, a good spotting scope, something that you know what you're looking at out there. And, man, they're just everywhere. There's great stuff. And, and these great optics these days really help us know what we're shooting at, what kind of deer we're shooting at. And I know you're a Zeiss guy. I do. I've used Zeiss over the years always as my personal binoculars and all my personal guns. The optics that they produce put together here in the States, it's still all the old world technology that came over from Germany, but it's done here. The price on some of those scopes now is like three and $400 that you can pick up at a Bass Pro or, or Cabela's, and they're every bit as good as what you'd think you'd have to pay, which a lot of times means $1,800 more. But the optics that we have as a whole have come so much farther in a relatively short period of time than a lot of people ever imagined. I mean, these days with the binoculars we have, you can really see things. That is Mr. Whitetail, Larry Wyson. Hey, if you've never met Larry, a really good place to do that is at the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo in Dallas. And it's coming up Thursday through Saturday, January 11th through the 14th. More details at kinderoutdoors.com. Thank you, Joshua Creek Ranch, for bringing us this corner of the camphouse at Kinder Outdoors. Simply the best of the best. Experience award-winning, world-class wing shooting, five-star dining and lodging. An unbelievable experience. Learn more about Joshua Creek Ranch at kinderoutdoors.com. It's Hank Parker, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it. With Kinder Outdoors. Hurry up and get in the boat, Billy. I'm going to beat your pants off. When that buck of a lifetime finally shows himself and your years of preparation successfully collide with golden opportunity, you'll want to preserve that memory for a lifetime. Make sure that you're as well prepared for what happens after the shot as you were leading up to it. Don't take chances with your taxidermy work. Roy Holdridge and True Life Taxidermy in Granbury, Texas have taken care of my fondest outdoor memories for more than three decades. Fish, fur, feathers, all meticulously brought to true life. The finest details matter to Roy and the artist at True Life, Granbury. True Life has been called upon to handle the precious memories of hunters and anglers from around the globe. Interstate and international trophy transport is turnkey with True Life. And they can handle all of your wild game meat processing as well. True Life Taxidermy, 4303 East Highway 377 in Granbury, Texas. And online at truelifetaxidermy.org. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... 
the cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. Hi, I'm Corey Mason, CEO for DSC, inviting you to the 2024 DSC Convention and Sporting Expo. Again, we will be at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in Dallas, January 11th through the 14th. This celebration of conservation, education, and advocacy work is enjoyed by outdoorsmen and outdoorswomen from around the globe. Do you want to hunt Alaska, Africa, Scotland, or even just down the road from home? The DSC Convention and Sporting Expo will feature outfitters from every spot you can dream of. Fine art, clothing, jewelry, gear, and terrific opportunities await you and your family this January in Dallas. Nightly banquets, fabulous auctions both in person and online. Raffles for dream trips and gear. The 2024 DSE Convention and Sporting Expo at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in Dallas, January 11th through the 14th. Get more details about the auctions, banquets, hotels, and more at biggame.org. Winter at the lake is a wonderful thing. The still, quiet solace of the woods and water at Grapevine Lake offer the perfect opportunity to slow the season down a bit. Tucked away behind a secure gated entry and snuggled on the still shore of Grapevine Lake is the national award-winning Vineyards Campground and Cabins. Full hookups, lightning-fast Wi-Fi, and cable TV at every campsite and cabin keep you connected, even when you're getting away. The Vineyard sites and fully furnished cabins are the perfect place to kick off the new year and enjoy the great outdoors. Our unique location makes you feel far away from the hustle and bustle when you're just a few blocks from historic downtown Grapevine, the Christmas capital of Texas, offering shops, restaurants, and all the sights and sounds of the season. Cozy cabins, spacious pull-through sites, and a camp store on site to provide whatever you need. Always keeping your health and safety a priority. Come enjoy nature's original way to social distance. Come see us this winter. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com In God we trust. That fishing story you just told? Not so much. Come on, it's camp house time at Kinder Outdoors. Brought to you by the best bird hunting in Texas. I'm talking about Joshua Creek Ranch. It's five star on the banks of the Guadalupe River, just outside of San Antonio. Learn all about Joshua Creek Ranch when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, uh, before we get out of here today, let's check on the pheasants in North Dakota. Keith Shop has a place up there. You have a place in North Dakota. A lot of people hunt South Dakota um, as opposed to North Dakota because they do a really good job of promoting their pheasant hunting. And, you know, that's it's on the trail. It's on the way. You can shorten that drive a little if you stop in South Dakota. But don't cut yourself short. Uh, when it comes to your pheasant hunting, North Dakota should be on your list, shouldn't it? It, it should, and it's uh, you know it's a a lot of wide open spaces. I, I believe, Billy, there's only uh, somewhere around 700,000 people in the whole state. So you have you have large cities like like Bismarck and Minot and Fargo, 
but there's just a lot of really small towns uh, that dot the landscape, and there's a lot of room up here. Yeah, a lot of room, and the people are so hospitable and nice, and they love to see you come up and, and hunt with them. Uh, when I turn my dogs loose, you've already pretty much said it, wide open spaces, rolling country for the most part. Yeah, uh, you know, we have a, a real lot of diverse cover. So uh, we have a lot of big cattail sloughs. That's great for late season hunting. Uh, we have grasslands, that are, you know, really fun to work your dogs. You know, whether you're fine birds or not, it's just a great walk. Uh, we have, you know, windrows and, and other uh, great cover. So it, it really, it's all over the map, uh, kind of depending on the conditions, the time of the year, the time of the season, those kinds of things. You know, you get into central South Dakota, and you're predominantly pheasants. But I've noticed, I think, I think I know this, Keith, up in North Dakota, I'm more likely to find other species. Is that correct? Yep. Uh, you know, we have our share of grasslands up here, and uh, the sharp tail hunting has been good. Uh, I've only been been able to get out one time, but... Uh, but we, we, we found some birds and, and were able to, to harvest some. And, uh, you know, I think uh, my friends who are biologists tell me the sharp tails, the, the numbers are really good. Uh, you know, a lot of that hunting is, is, is north uh, and north central. Um, but, but uh, you know, you can, you can find sharp tails, huns, um, along with pheasants. A pheasants doesn't open until the 7th. Of, uh, of October, but uh, Sharp Tail opened September 9th. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you can get a whole month in, kind of like Montana. You can get a whole month in before pheasants uh, open up. And that's to allow those young birds to mature, I guess, right? Is that your understanding? Yeah, uh, yeah. and there, we saw some young birds as well. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's uh, and, and both uh, the pheasant and Sharp Tail hunt season runs uh, through January 7th. Okay. Uh, huns, that's like the magic word to me. Those are quail on steroids, and, boy, they're really good on the table, aren't they? They're, they're tremendous on the table, and, and it's, you know, it's a trophy, really, uh, to uh, people very excited to get into, into huns. Yeah. Yeah, they act a lot like a quail. If you've never hunted Hungarian partridge with your dogs, you owe it to yourself. They'll covey up like quail. They'll yeah. flush like quail. They'll recall like quail. Uh, yep, and they're they're about twice as big. So when you sit down to dinner, you know, there you go. That's that's a there big uh, a big bonus. Keith, when folks come to North Dakota to to hunt, uh, is there a good amount of public land that that we can hunt on? Do you recommend an outfitter? Is there a town we should maybe focus on looking at to stay in? What are you, any you recommendations? Know, sure, Billy. But you know. I would start with the uh, conservation plots guide. So, so plots stands for private land open to sportsmen. It's a great book that they published it. It's available right now, and it it has county by county a detailed map of public hunting land that's open. And so you can literally pick your region of of North Dakota. There there are forty four different counties or sections, and and each section has a detailed map. And, and uh, you know, so that's a great place to start. It has great information about what the rules are, uh, so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I, would, I would start there, and that, that's available when the hunting licenses are, are online. So. Well, 
that's great information. That's that's good. Um, and it's not like it's, you know, there's only 700,000 people in the state, but it's not like you're not going to have a place to stay or a place to eat. All of the, the latest uh, amenities, anything you need is within a short drive. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is a hunting and fishing state, and, I mean, uh, people are really, you know, they get out there, and uh, and they're very hospitable. You know, I would say the other the other thing is you can, uh, you know, you can – knock on doors, you know, the old-fashioned way, and try to find places to hunt. Uh, there's also, uh, you know, they have electronic posting now. So it used to be if you had, uh, if land was posted, obviously you couldn't hunt it or you needed to get permission. Uh, now they've actually added a, a, a feature where you can post your land electronically. So just because there's not a physical sign up there doesn't mean naturally or absolutely you can hunt there. So you're best off to be able to, to figure out electronically where you, you're able to go and, and, and get permission and things like that. Um, you're just I, you're I would full also, of great information. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I, I would also say, you know, uh, there's, there's good and bad with, with uh, you know, wide open spaces. One is uh, some places you don't have good cell service. So I'd really recommend before you come up here, if you want to come up here, to find out where your veterinary clinics are located and to to be in in good you know have a good idea of if something happens to your dog and you need to get to a to a clinic you have a good idea where you want to go before that all happens absolutely step 1 before you ever leave the house know where you're going to go uh, if something happens to the dog know where you're going to go if something happens to you or your your hunting partner uh and i know that you would recommend that we fuel our dogs daily with good purina pro plant <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, and that's a great point too. Because I I would make sure if you come up, you bring uh, a a good quantity of of your your favorite dog food, and that that is this Purina Pro Plan for sure for me and for for most sporting dog people I think. But you know uh, when you're in a remote area, you may not be have, able to find or have access to uh, the kind of food you're feeding. So I would bring make sure you bring plenty of of food and fresh water. Billy, I was going to add one more thing. Maybe, maybe it's a tip. Maybe it's, uh, uh, you know, this has been a, a, a crazy year. We had a, a blizzard last year on November 10th, 17 inches of snow, and uh, and it kept snowing. That snow never went away. And we were, you know, even the locals here were concerned that it would really have a, a an impact on the pheasant population. And it had some impact, but we had great conditions up here in the spring. Um, I would say... <laughs> It's lush right now. They say they've never seen it so green up here. What that means is the cattails are nine feet tall, and uh, and even the grass is really thick. And, and uh, so it's it's gonna you're gonna need a good dog and and a lot of energy uh, to hunt. And I think it might be a good year for a blocker because uh, <laughs> because that's that's a good place to be in the in the nine foot tall cattails. <laughs> yes, it is. They're hard to navigate, and you might want to wait until after that first snow to go to go to North Dakota and let that snow lay some of this stuff down a little bit before you go. Good tip. Yeah. Keith, look forward to seeing you down the road. Hopefully, that'll be behind a couple of your fine dogs. Thank you very much, Billy. Great, great uh, talking to you, and uh, have a great season. Keith shot with Purina Pro Plan from his place up in North Dakota. Hey, we're all out of time. I do want to thank you for hanging out with us today. I really do appreciate that. Thanks for the time. I also want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we have together in this old camp house each and every week. 
Come on back and see me next time around. Till then, may God bless you and your bunch. Woo!